Hello, everyone. How's it going? Welcome to a new episode of Simple English Listening. Sorry for the radio silence. I've been in Italy and Portugal for the last 12 weeks. I was in Italy for six weeks and then Portugal for six weeks. Anyways, I've just returned to the UK to my equipment for recording and editing. From now on, I release a podcast on the first day of every month. So there'll be more of a regular routine for us both. And I'm going to really try to be more organized now for you. I just want to say this podcast means a lot to me. It gives me、uh, some kind of meaning to life. It's very important to have meaning in life for our happiness and well being, the feeling that we are helping life in some way, life in like a wide general sense. I make absolutely no money from this podcast. Yeah, it's just a completely、uh, voluntary. Yeah. But if I don't do it for long periods, I, I feel strange. I feel out of balance. I feel as though something is being wasted. I'm, I'm in a wonderful position to help people, to help improve people's lives in some small way. We are in that position as an English learning community. We have about 10,000 regular listeners. And I want to be there for you in some way. So expect these shows now on the first of every month. Yeah, balance, equilibrium. It's one way、uh, we can be inspired. I'm inspired by Taoists, Buddhists, the Eastern philosophies, I suppose. If I'm doing too little or too much of anything, I feel, I feel a bit off. I feel a bit strange. Balance is also definitely one of the cornerstones of, of my happiness, I would say. If I play or work or socialize or do anything too much or too little, it's not right. But if I do it just the right amount, then it feels right. I feel like I'm doing everything I should be doing with my life. That's my interpretation of balance, anyways. The Buddha once said, apparently, once said, if the strings of the sitar are too tight, the strings will break. If the strings of the sitar are too loose, they sound dull. But if the strings of the sitar are tuned just right, the people can dance all night long. That's one way I see the mechanics of my life, anyway. Yeah, so for the last six weeks, I traveled up and down Portugal in an old caravan. A caravan is an old motorhome, a van which has a bed, a shower, a kitchen, etc. My old friend from university has an old, beaten up caravan from the 1990s that used to belong to his dad. So we traveled around Portugal together, up and down in his dad's caravan from the 1990s. It was cool. We met some interesting people. We saw all the different wonderful geographies and landscapes of Portugal. A bit like the motorcycle diaries of Che Guevara, but I guess less romantic and world changing. But it's quite dynamic. Portugal. You have、uh, kind of near the north of Spain. You know, it's slightly deserty. 
like New Mexico or Arizona, and then it gets m- mountainous, uh, turns green around Porto, and then as you go down, you get to the Algarve, and it's you know very rocky and 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 again dry. It's just it's a quite a dynamic country for quite a small country. As you might know, I have no home right now. No home. A refugee. Well, I had to leave Vietnam where I used to live. I cannot stay in the UK for more than four months. Otherwise, I become a tax resident. And that would invite some complications to my life. I haven't been a tax resident in the UK for about seven years. Right? Because I've been living all around, mostly in Asia. So I'd rather not be that. Also, I cannot stay in Europe for more than three months because of Brexit. Yeah. When I was younger with my British passport, Europe was our playground. I'd go in and out and in and out to live, to work a little bit on the long weekends. But now there are new rules. Now, with my British passport, I cannot stay in Europe for more than three months. And I cannot work in Europe or live long term in Europe anymore, which is really, really sad. I know this affected some friends very badly, but still there are families that have been split up because of Brexit. Split up, separated families. Brexit, in case you don't know, is the name for when the UK left the EU. So now the UK is completely foreign, a completely foreign country politically from Europe. The same way as, say, Australia or Japan or the USA. Now you have the UK, yeah? Not part of Europe. Actually, when I left Europe a few days ago, the man at the airport at immigration, the agent, was like, how long have you been here? Show me your stamp for arrival. Have you been here longer than 90 days? Yes, you have. And I had to say, no, it's exactly 90 days. Yeah, things have changed. So now I can only stay for yeah 90 days, three months in the EU. But I'm thinking I might live in Portugal. We travel to Portugal to see it, but also to review it. We're both thinking of living there, my university friend and I. We stayed at up and down the country from Porto in the north, the second biggest city, to the Algarve in the deep south. We stayed with some contacts and friends and also we had a camper van, a caravan. So we camped wildly in, you know, the national parks or just on the road, random roads or near the coast to get a feel for that place, to see if we could live there one day. Why Portugal? Well, it's easier to get a visa for Portugal if you can make more than 830 euros per month by working remotely, working, you know, on your computer as a digital nomad, remote working, then you can get a visa, apparently. But also, well, God, it's amazing. It's just a really easy and chill country to live in. Culturally, it's beautiful. You have those charming old town centres, similar to Italy and Spain. Uh, Great wines, pastries, coffees, sausages, cheeses. Lots of Brazilians are there. 
which is cool. So you have the Caparina uh, cocktails and bifanas, which are that uh, pork sandwich. Love it. There's all, lots of events there too, you know, parties and raves in the forest. The people are, yeah, beautiful and chill. Actually, in some ways, it's like a, a crossover, a perfect mix of life in Thailand and Southeast Asia and mixed with life in Western Europe, I found. Yeah, I mean, inspired. And I'll definitely think of trying to live there one day. Also, amazing surfing. Surfing. When you stand on a board and ride the waves, like world-class surfing. Also, for big wave surfing, there are the highest waves in the world are there at Nazare, just north of Lisbon, the capital city, Lisbon. I saw some 20-foot waves there. Surfers, they can't swim through them, swim past them. It's impossible. They're too big. So they need to be pulled out on the back of a jet ski because the waves are just, as I said, it's impossible, absolutely impossible to swim through them. Yeah, the world record was at Nazare, a 101-foot wave, which is 30 meters high, which was uh, last year by surfed by Antonio Lariano. And Antonio is only 18 years old. Can you imagine that? I fell in love with Lisbon, especially. Definitely, definitely one of my new favorite places. It's got everything. And uh, yeah, just, just no noticing Portugal, like the there's so little rain and the skies are so clear which is wonderful coming from Vietnam. You know, I used to live in Hanoi, where obviously it's difficult to see anything. It's just a fog, a fog of pollution. So to see this, like you can see in Portugal, you can see the, like in Lisbon, you can just see the fine details on the moon. It's just, yeah, it's really special. But it does take time to get a visa. So next I plan to go to Cambodia. Cambodia. Do you know Cambodia? I have some friends in Kampot, a lovely town in the south. I need to leave the UK by the 28th of December, ideally, ideally, to not become a tax resident. So I'll fly, fingers crossed, COVID depending, I'll fly around then, the 27th or 28th of December, after Christmas. I'll have Christmas with my family here. Christmas here for the first time in five years. The first time with my four new nieces and nephews who were all born in the last five years. Yeah, both my sisters both had two kids each in the last five years. So yeah, it'd be nice. A big Christmas. As I said, it's been a long time since that happened. Well, Cambodia is very cheap. Yes, cheap. There I can lay low. Exist, you know, easily, cheaply, until I decide where to go next. Maybe back to Vietnam, maybe Lisbon, maybe, who knows. I love to travel and see new worlds. Remember, on the first of every month, I'll be releasing a new podcast. Next episode, I have an interview with one of my best friends in Italy. I asked him, what do you want to talk about? Anything you like, because... If they, if the person I interview chooses, then the conversation is more passionate, right? Something you're passionate about. 
and he has decided that he's become a Christian. Oh, interesting. So, well, yeah, whatever. I spoke to him about that and how it's changed his life for better or for worse or whatever. So we'll have that interview next week. It'll be interesting. Maybe we'll learn something new. Okay. Lots of love, my friends. So lovely to speak with you again. And uh, yeah, take care and see you on the first, on the first of next month.